Pastor Paul here. It is a Tuesday morning, May 4th. May the 4th be with you to all the nerds out there. Uh, requires no other explanation. It's May 4th, 2021, and we're here at the home office here at Four Oaks Church. And we are walking through the book of Exodus. And we started this journey, um, if you recall, those who have been with us back in January, around the first of the year, it was a follow-up to our series, preaching th series through the book of Genesis that we had going on here at Four Oaks. And we are not just coming down the home stretch, but we're in the final hours of this study. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up this trek through Exodus by the end of the week and then taking kind of a summer break. Um, and then we'll see what the Lord has for us from there. But if you have your Bibles, you can go ahead and Flip over to Exodus chapter, uh, that would be 30, 36 and following. And what we have here in these final, final chapters of Exodus is kind of a recapitulation of um, what we have already covered, okay, in earlier chapters in terms of God's vision for the tent of meeting. And remember, the tent of meeting was to be set up. Um, in the middle of all of the 12 tribes as they encamped in the wilderness. And it was to symbolize that God's presence was with his people and that this was where they would go to worship and offer sacrifices and um, et cetera. And, and we've been hearing about in these chapters in Exodus about the, the furnishings, what was to go in the tabernacle and, and why what purpose they were to serve um, in terms of the worship of the people of Israel. And um, we, we have in these last five chapters, these instructions stated over again, but it, it's more about how they were actually built, like the actual process for um, how, how the tent was constructed and the various articles in them. And, and what I thought um, would, would be helpful, okay, is, is to spend these last few days that we have together touching on various points of these passages and looking at the specific biblical significance, theological significance, each aspect of the, of the, of the tabernacle had, and then how this is ultimately pointing to and fulfilled in Christ. And so one of the things that we said yesterday in our devotional was that the things that were um, to be, the way that the tabernacle was to be furnished um, they, they, uh, the writer of Hebrews describes these as types or examples or shadows of heavenly realities. And what he means by that is that these, these articles in the temple were meant to communicate or be a parable or story about heavenly truths, who God is, who we are, how we are to approach him, how, how he relates to us. And, um, what we know from the book of Hebrews, okay, is that Jesus entered a more perfect tabernacle, that he was the perfect tabernacle. He, he, was, he was the tent of meeting, right? He, he became flesh and tabernacled among us, John says. He, he offered the perfect sacrifices. Everything in that, in that tabernacle was pointing to and is ultimately fulfilled in him. And the reason we don't have um, a physical tabernacle any longer is we don't need it, all right? Because Jesus is with us. Jesus 
has become flesh and dwelt among us. Well, um, one of you, in fact, I'll just, I'll, I'll tell you, my, my friend, um, Kim Hughes, um, gave me a really super helpful um, illustration, pictorial drawing that I'm going to try to hold up and show you that I think does an excellent job of showing the layout of the, of the tabernacle and the various um, things that were, uh, or the furnishings that were, were inside it. And if you can see this, you'll ho hopefully, um, it's backwards to me on the screen, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the best I can. So if you see over here the door, um, that's obviously the door into the inner, um, into the tabernacle or tent of meeting um, itself. Now, so out here, and you can't see this far out, but extending out here, this would have been the courtyard, right? This would have been where the people would have gathered and to wait their turn. They would have come in the door and they would have come to a, um, a bronze altar. All right, now let me just flip this around so I can, um, <clears throat> I can look at this. So, so in the, of course, this altar is where sacrifices were made, whether sheep, goats, bulls, uh, what have you. And then... The inner part, um, if you move on from, from there, from the altar, you have the, the labor, which is this is this was washing. This is this is where the priests would, would wash their hands. That's where they would, would become ceremonially clean. And then you had this building within a building, right? Or this or this room within the building um, called the holy place. And so in the holy place, okay, and th these would have been curtains, okay, all around here. Um, in the holy place would have been the, the table of, of the showbread. Okay. This is where the, the bread would, would, would go. And this was the lampstand. Okay. And this would be continually lit. Okay. And here you would have, and I'm going to flip this around for myself. It's the golden altar of incense. Okay. Where they would burn incense. Um, and then there was another curtain that separated the holy of holies and the tabernacle, um, um, Holy of Holies, the Ark of the Covenant from the rest. And remember, only the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies. Okay, And at that, only one time of the year. And this is where the presence of God dwelled. And um, in the holy place, okay, no one could enter except the priesthood. And they would take turns okay, um, setting the table and lighting the lamps and replacing the bread every, every day. And remember, um, Zechariah, John the Baptist's father, um, this was what he got to do. He got to be in service one time in his life. And so they drew lots for this as the priest. And so, um, it was a great honor and privilege. If you got to do it one time in your life, that was an amazing thing in the holy place, but the people could not enter the holy place. They could only like see glimpses inside as the curtains were, were peeled back. And then of course the holy of holy, only, only the high priest came into there. Now, just want to kind of give you a, 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 a pictorial representation of this because one of the things that that we're going to note here is everything about this uh, arrangement was to communicate access, okay? So, in other words, God's glory, God's presence existed or dwelt symbolically, okay, um, in the Holy of Holies, that place that only the high priest could go into one time of the year, right? And then in the table of show, and then in the holy place where the table of showbread was, the lampstand, um, the priestly class could be, but not the people. And then in the other part of the tabernacle, okay, 
uh, people were allowed as they offered sacrifices, okay? And then outside the door um, is where the great masses would, 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 would accumulate. So, so you can see, right, how access became more and more restricted at the closer one came to the holiness and presence of God. And it was like having to offer a series of pass keys, uh, of pass keys, okay, or codes or algorithms. Um, you had to, you know, to get into the door, uh, you had to have a sacrifice. To get to get to the to the to the bronze altar, you had to offer the sacrifice. You had to 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 get to the holy place. You had to be one of the priests, and to get to the holy of holies, you had to be the the high priest, and that was restricted to one person. And you could see what this communicated in a powerful, powerful way to the people of God, right? That their access was limited, it was restricted, and it was mediated. In order, in other words, in order for them to get access to the presence of God, they had to offer sacrifices. They had to be ceremonially clean. They had to have their sins mediated by a priest. They had to have the high priest offer up sacrifices for everyone. You, you see how this works. It, it, it communicates restriction. It communicates uh, limited access. It communicates mediation, okay? And, and all of these um, articles, okay, in the tabernacle um, were ultimately fulfilled in the person of Christ, okay? So, so Christ, um, and let me just kind of explain how this works. Let me go back to the drawing for a second. In this door, um, what does what does Jesus say about himself? Because I am the door, right? I am the gate. I am the entryway. Um, what does Jesus say about sacrifices? Well, you know, he's the perfect sacrifice, right? What does Jesus say about um, cleanliness? Well, I mean, he washes us with his the water and the word. What does what what does the lampstand say about Jesus? Well, that Jesus is the light of the world. Okay, he, he's a light that shines in the darkness. What does the bread show about Jesus? Well, Jesus is the bread of life. And of course, when we get into the actual holy of holies, which the veil, um, oh, I forgot, let me say this. And the altar of incense, these would be the prayers. You know, Jesus is the great high priest offering prayers for us. But when you get into the holy of holies and the mercy seat, remember that the that the this one time a year that the high priest would sprinkle blood on the mercy seat on the altar, okay, or on the Ark of the Covenant. And this is where the glory of God dwelled. And it was here, right, that Jesus sprinkled his own blood. Not only was he our, our high priest, but he died, shed his blood as a permanent sacrifice for us. And so what all of this is serving to communicate to us is that Jesus is the fulfillment of all these things. That Jesus, uh, all of these things were given to us to point to a heavenly reality, which in fact was, is Jesus. Um, and, and here, Jesus hasn't just offered up, okay, a sacrifice once for all for us. As we are learning from 1 John, um, on Sunday nights, we know that Jesus is there right now at the right hand of the Father advocating for us, okay, interceding for us. And, and you can see now, right, why 
God had Moses spend so much time and gave so much attention to all the details of the arrangement of the tabernacle and how it was to be built and all the different articles, okay? It was to communicate to the people of God all the hoops they had to go through to get access. But it was meant to prepare our hearts as new covenant believers to look back and to be able to say, Jesus is the fulfillment of all these things. He is the one that gives us a perfect sacrifice. He's the one that gives us instant access um, to God. And, and what I would encourage you to do is just read, okay, um, Exodus 35 through 40, read again about all the intricacies of the tabernacle and temple, right? Um, so beginning at the end of chapter 35, construction of the temple, chapter 37, the making of the ark, the making of the table, the making of the lampstand, the making of the altar of incense, chapter 38, making the altar a burnt offering, making the court, the materials for the tabernacle. Verse 39, making the priestly garments. Um, and as you read them, I think you will be given a deeper and more fundamental appreciation for just how amazing Jesus is. That he has gone before us, has, has offered himself up for us so that we no longer need the tabernacle because he is the tabernacle for us. And so think about that, meditate upon that. And we'll be back tomorrow and we're going to spend these last couple times this week we have together looking at the tabernacle being built, erected, okay? The, the kind of the final ceremony of how that happens and how the glory of the Lord rests upon that place and what that means for us as believers. But that'll be tomorrow. And we ask, hopefully, that you would join us. Um, so thanks. Same time, same station. Let me pray. Lord, Give us a deeper, uh, more fundamental appreciation and knowledge of who you are through the book of Exodus. And that what you have taken great time and detail to lay out for us is meant to point us ultimately to the work of your son Jesus on our behalf. And it's in his